When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. No, Baby Yoda, don't leave us. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. No, Jack and Joe, out of the studio. Fridays are my day. You know the rules. This is where I get to talk about all the nerdy stuff that I want to talk about. Uh, 20 hours of live talk, not enough for those two sometimes. Come on. Come on. Well, hi. Welcome back, everybody. Happy 2020. Hope it's going well for you. Um, I had a couple people asking uh, on Twitter, reaching out to me, wondering if I was going to do a uh, a, a seasonal wrap-up, just kind of tying a bow on the whole Mandalorian uh, show on the Disney Plus app. Uh, and so, yeah, I figured I'd do it. Now, what does it take to influence uh, some podcasts? Uh, just a tweet or two. It doesn't take a lot. Um, uh, the, the Mandalorian podcast, or no, this is the podcast, the Mandalorian series uh, it will be the Star Wars content that I remember most fondly from 2019, not The Rise of Skywalker, which was ham-fisted and convoluted and uh, tried to do too much and too little, and uh, we can talk about the flaws of that another time, perhaps. But I would like to fake, uh, focus on the the wonderful Mandalorian show and how it captured so many of the things that I think uh, the Star Wars franchise at large, the movie uh, segment, rather, Kind of missed, and it's it's got me feeling good going forward just because I think there's going to be a lot more uh, Star Wars adjacent or EU, the expanded universe of Star Wars uh, content showing up on the Disney Plus over the next many, many years. Um, they've already announced that season two of Mandalorian is coming out in the fall of this year. Uh, there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, kind of, or not origin story, but a, uh, a backstory sort of thing uh, starring the, the fantastic Ewan McGregor. That one will also be coming out later this year, I believe, as well. Um, so there's going to be no shortage of these things. They're going to be keep churning them out as they now have their own streaming service that they need to populate with endless amounts of new content. But what did the Mandalorian show get right? Well, it captured kind of the, the wonderful uh, adventure fantasy elements of it that I think got kind of lost to some of the filmmakers of the movie series. It was it was a delightful trip. It was a very easy watch every every week. It was something that I actively look forward to. Um, I've heard a lot of people mention the runtime as being a benefit to it, and I would certainly concur. Uh, most of the th- the shows that I watch these days tend to be these really uh, long, heavy, uh, really deep kind of uh, uh, stories, and this was a very lighthearted. A thirty-minute jaunt through various spaceports and and uh, you know other planetary forests and little mission of the week style things. It had a lot more in common with kind of your typical Star Trekky sort of episodic TV shows, and not things that you have to consume the entirety thing in order and do back research on. They did a lot of little nods to people who pay attention to the greater. Um, lore, the expanded universe that already existed. Largely, they pulled a lot of stuff from the Clone Wars uh, animated series, which is a great Star Wars uh, deep dive if, you, if you're into those sort of things, if you're looking for more content from the Star Wars universe before the new uh, series debut. I would certainly suggest watching the Clone Wars. That was actually John Favreau, who was the uh, writer and main kind of showrunner for The Mandalorian. He got first uh, involved in Star Wars, was in the Clone Wars series, where he did the voice of one of the characters. 
And I don't think it's a coincidence that a guy who clearly had uh, was a fan of this franchise did such a good job with capturing so many of the things that are magical about it. Uh, the mixing of the humor, just specifically in this last episode, there was a great little side dialogue set piece of two stormtroopers, I believe one of them played by Jason Sudeikis, uh, and they were just kind of, you know, doing a little banter back and forth, kind of, you know, uh, almost fourth wall breaking, but not really as, you know, they they were bored, uh, sitting on the outskirts of town, waiting for orders. One of them pulls out a blaster and tries to shoot some, uh, I forget if it was like a plant or a salamander or something that was that was running around on the planet and just uh, illustrating the, the classic poor stormtrooper aim, um, which makes me feel like it's got to be some sort of problem with the training. I don't think all of these people can have the same flaw in shooting. I feel like there's a breakdown in the training in the, uh, the academy, whatever the stormtrooper academy is. I think there's some, some lax teachings going on in the sharpshooter academies. Um, but there was just so much to like. The, they introduced wonderful characters constantly. Um, they, they gave them fun roles to play. Uh, Carl Weathers as the kind of head of the Bounty Hunters Association, the, essentially a quest giver. Like if you were a bounty hunter looking for something to do, you would go find Carl Weathers in a, a seedy bar. He would announce your presence uh, gleefully and uh, let you know what was available for the taking. Um, some of the things that I really like that they did with the series is uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who was uh, the the main heavy from the Breaking Bad series, was also the main bad guy in this series. And I was wondering when he was going to make an appearance, because I don't believe he even showed up until the second to last episode, maybe the third to last episode, very much toward the end of the season, which makes me think that he's going to be very much involved going forward. Uh, there was another reveal about the uh, that happened late in the final episode where a, a very particular special lightsaber, I believe known as the Dark Saber, the Dark Crystal, something along those lines, uh, was revealed in that. Uh, if you've watched The Clone Wars, you have a, an understanding of the backstory of that and the significance of that, particularly to the Mandalorian culture. It was originally crafted by the first Mandalorian to join the Jedi, and then at some point uh, fell into the hands of the Empire, or the, the dark side, as it were. Uh, but that, I believe, will be the main crux going forward, will be Moth Gideon, the the character played by Giancarlo Esposito, and his, how did he obtain the Dark Crystal, and will will, uh, will Mandalorian, aka Mando, be working to get that back in the future? That would be my guess. But uh, I'm just really happy that this series existed. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I looked forward to it every week. I watched each episode probably at least twice, uh, and it, it was a delightful, uh, delightful time. But as I mentioned the other day, I'm currently looking for another series to jump into. I know there's a new Stephen King series debuting on HBO this weekend uh, called, I think it's The Outsider. I think that's what it is. I don't know. I'll figure that out another time. But I, that, that could fill in that gap. But I'm looking for another show. If you have any other ideas of things that I should catch up on or things that are launching that you're looking forward to, would like to hear me talk a little bit about, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, that's at Positive Sean, and I'll be happy to uh, to take those into consideration. I do appreciate your patience with me uh, nerding out on these Fridays, and I look forward to doing more of these as 2020 continues. Um, but I, I, I feel like, I don't know. It's my mom's birthday. I got to go. I got to go celebrate my mom's birthday, guys. I, I give and I give and I give. I, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, for the love of Yoda, I, I think that's it. <laughs> When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, 
No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part.